gentlemen welcome to episode 401 of the bombcast with you as always is bob live in the natural wet lounge staring at the ouija board it's sunday and it's raining dude and i just i don't know i got issues i got issues i gotta get here i'm walking in like can you hear that soppy my feet are wet i'm wearing jeans the only person i know that enjoys working out with jeans on is robert f kennedy jr i don't understand it no shirt, jeans. That's his workout gear. Don't get it. Wearing jeans right now, punishment. It's punishment when you're outside. I remember growing up thinking, you know, the status was the jeans were the most comfortable pantalones. Guess what, friend? It ain't. It ain't the friendly, uh, you know, ghost there, you know, uh, soothing up your legs. It ain't like that for me as I got older. Well, especially, I guess, the entire world got used to sweatpants during the pandemic. During the pandemic, folks were just happy wearing, you know, whatever. Sometimes wearing the same outfit for days, you know? It's obvious, too, that the teenage fashion has changed dramatically, that one would rather opt for the sweatpants rather than the Jenko jeans or the... What was the name of those girls' jeans that were so popular in the late 90s? It was like when they like started to do the low... Like, in other words, like... the the fashions of jeans have changed so much. Now it's back to being high rise. But at one point, I guess it was like a low cut type thing where even like there was no belt buckles. Like it just like fit. I don't know. Fashion's a strange thing, you know? It's just really bizarre. Like when I walk through the high school and I see folks dressing like it's 1984 looking all hardened, you know what I mean? Like meanwhile, everybody's walking through the hallways looking like the photographs of my father. In the 1980s, the style was socks, okay? Just socks. That's all you needed was socks. You didn't have to wear no other clothes. You just had to have socks with some rings on it. You were in, dude. Maybe some, like, you know, medium-length pork chop, sideburns. You're good, you know? You're good to go. Everybody's happy. No one's going to cause a scene. I almost turned the microphone off just like Pastor Tasha did. We're all good here. Everything's good. It's episode four and one of the Bobcast, right? I had a student of mine listen to episode 399, and he was like, no offense, but it's somewhat boring. <laughs> and you know what? I love him for that. I love him so much for telling me it was boring, you know? I love that the youth can still be the only class that can tell you exactly how they feel right when they feel it. Adults, we make up all these stories in our mind as to what we want to tell the other person to get our point across. It's very strange. It's very weird how we communicate. I was just leaving church communicating with people. And, uh, you know, my socialization style, let's talk about that, right? So I'm I'm a loner. We've talked about this. I'm out here in the woods. It's raining. I'm by myself. It's great. But for the crazy people like myself, I shouldn't say crazy. My therapist always corrects me. Don't say crazy. Say talented. For the talented folks out there like myself who are Artists, perhaps you're somebody who struggles in the now. Perhaps you're somebody out there who enjoys being alone, like me. You know what I mean? It's hard too when you have a family because it's like you have to 
I used to be so upset with myself. Like, why do you got to go walk alone in the woods? Why can't you go with your family? You know? And then I started to read about other people like myself who just love being alone. My brother's the same way. We love it. You know? It's like a, a chance for us to recharge. For me, I like to come here and like, honestly, I was listening to worship music just a moment ago. I was raising my spirit up. For me, it's a chance to get back towards like the things that matter the most. I've always favored the spiritual over the physical. Even when I was in denial about it, I was still being spiritual in an otherwise physical world. I like coming here because there's no distraction, man. I, I've, getting, I've gotten to know this place so well that I know when the leaves on a certain tree fall. I know when a horse takes a dump that I know down the way. And I've been blessed the last two times here post-podcast to come across such a creature. And I became friends with the nice lady who, who rides her. Her name's Maria. And I believe the horse's name's Felix. And, ah, oh man, there's nothing quite like a horse's love. The horse, like, stops now, knows me, looks at me. I pet the horse directly in the same spot each time. And I swear the horse is looking at me like, we're good, baby. We're good. And you know what? I come out of the woods always feeling better. But I can tell you one thing. When you come out of the woods after an encounter with a horse, you're better for it. You know? My boss owns a horse, and I get it. I used to think it was probably because... You know, he's wealthy, and it's like a s symbol of status quo. But there is no quite... Like, I thought the, the the dog was loving the horse. The horse is really intelligent, too, beyond comprehension. I wish I could have a pet dolphin, but I don't want to say the word pet. I wish I could say I have a friend dolphin. That would be neat, you know what I mean? Dude, it's muddy out here, okay? I can't imagine how many words I spoke already, but I laid off on the coffee this morning for a bit, and then had it later. They say you're not supposed to drink coffee right away because when you wake up, you're... I mean, I know I am. I'm completely dehydrated from sleeping. Right now, I'm struggling to find a correct temperature in the evening. Maybe you're somebody like myself who only <sighs> sleeps well with the fan on. I'm embarrassed to say it, but I'm a fanboy. You know what I mean? This is me. I can't sleep without the fan. My body heats up at night, right? It's a natural thing. That's why they say you should have a cool temperature in your room. I believe the temperature in my room is like 59, 58. But I still wake up and I'm like just a bit warm, you know? So I, I've been looking into getting like, you know, my wife would, would not approve of this at all, but God, I would love to get one of those beds that like is, you can like control the temperature. Woo! You know what I mean? Look where we live in 2024, right? We can control the temperature of our bed. I heard that Jesus liked to go out to that olive garden where he got traded in by Judas because he enjoyed it because in the city walls, it was humid, dank, he smelled body odor. But out in the gardens, it was like AC. Imagine you get to sleep outside every day. I've only slept outside a handful of times when I'm not camping. Okay, so camping, I can't count. But the times where I wasn't prepared for camping and we had to pull over, and, you know. I remember one time when I was a kid, we went to this concert, the Allman Brothers, right? And we thought we could drive home through the night. Nah, because we went to like, I think Virginia or something to see this concert. Way too far, way too young. Uh, and then w there was too many of us to sleep in the Range Rover, you know, couldn't even put the seats down on all. I think there might've been way too many of them. I don't even know. Uh, so I slept under a tree. My friend Drew slept under a tree. Drew slept wonderfully, but I woke up, dude, and I had been bitten by something throughout the night repeatedly on the side of my head. I was hungover. I'll never forget it. I was bugged out completely. It wasn't a pleasure, you know, it wasn't a pleasant experience to be around. I'm thankful right now the rain has somewhat stopped. Oh, no. 
Did you all hear that? Is that an accident? Wow, that's a first. That scared me. It's pretty wet. And maybe somebody, you know, when you put your brakes on here with these leaves, you could slide. Let's just hope everybody's okay. I hear traffic starting to... I don't know, man. I guess traffic's not even responding. It's strange. But hey, we're strange here together in the woods. My feet are soaked, you know? So, I mentioned this before. I came here the other day, recorded a podcast. It was real nice, dude. It was sunny. You know what I mean? Beautiful out. Perfect hiking conditions, perfect podcasting conditions. But I feel like it was a rough draft for this this podcast right here. And lately, I've been like allowing myself to feel grace with that. Not every podcast has to be a hit out of the park. You know what I mean? Like, so when my my student said, "Yeah, your podcast is a little bit boring," I I, I felt that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, "All right, I gotta I gotta make sure when I podcast, it's like when I'm I'm like a hundred percent like up in it." Right now, I have found a wonderful minions hat that's just been left out here in the rain. I hope it's somebody's because God, it's, I have to take a photograph of this because somebody created like a minions, like knit cap and like the minions knit cap. A lot of people out here at the Wissahickon, when they find something, they'll hang it by a tree with hopes that somebody will come and find it and like, you know, take it home with them. And the, it in itself is like a work of art when that I, I, I see this, it's straight so much over the tree that like some of the material, no, actually, that's a cobweb. My bad. <laughs> Dude, nature can be strange and amazing. I think I said strange twice during this podcast. Let's make sure we're still recording because I'm in photo mode. Here we go. We're back. Back in the Wissahickon Valley. This is the 80th time this year I have come down here to podcast. My phone takes note of that. I don't know if that number's right, but hey, whatever. I'm not a math guy. We've gone over this. Oh, so yeah, I did a couple rough drafts. You know what I mean? Everybody was very kind with the comments on uh, Facebook regarding episode 400 with my pastor, Tasha Hoover. Shouts outs again to Pastor Pastor Tasha Hoover. I really enjoyed the podcast. I can't wait to do it again. It's fun uh, to walk and talk with someone who really just understands the spiritual occupation that I'm sorting after. I don't even know if I'm talking correctly, but hey. But yeah, dude, it's like we talked about that a few episodes ago. The physical occupation versus the spiritual occupation. The spiritual occupation drove me out here today. The podcast with you all in the rain and mud. I feel compelled to come out here. Not because I need to... Not because I feel the need to dispel information. I, I feel the need to, to, to quell myself with, from within by recording these things. Because it's like my spirit sometimes is so... I was moved today in church, man, when... Like, you know, like we walk in and my wife was like, where do you want to sit? And I'm like, uh, you know, let's go to the front. It's pretty packed. The church is getting really crowded now at nine o'clock in the morning. And I was so hyped when I got up to the second row to see that a new member had joined the band, a new guy who I didn't even know was a singer. But uh, it's great to see him up there. And they, it's great, too, when like they play songs that you know as well. I'm not a singer. I got that deviated septimo, so I can't really sing in you know, perfect key with the, the best of them. But I have been singing in church, and it is true when you sing worship songs in church with others. It's dope, dude. It's dope. It's a great feeling. It's great, too, because I've been on stage feeling that energy, but now being pushed to the front of the audience and feeling that energy, too, 
I, I love it equally, you know? I love it equally because it's it's just neat to feel that conjuring energy. It's all focused on worship. It's all focused on your, your spiritual being. It's great. Pastor Natasha returned to the mic today after taking off for a couple of weeks. As we talked about on the podcast, she's writing a dissertation paper. She offered up some spoiler-free uh, materials from there or some spoilers about how kids, you know, can... I'm going to mess it up again. I'm not going to say it, but hey, you can go back and listen to it. Hey, but uh, it was nice to hear her preach again today. She went over the lineage of Jesus and like went down the whole list. And uh, it's funny because, yeah, I did 23 of me during the pandemic and I too went down the list. But me, myself, I really enjoyed it because I've never actually heard the lineage like of uh, Mary, like who gave birth to Jesus Christ. 14 generations of it, too, which is wild, dude, you know. It was a great day. I was feeling that presence at the nine o'clock church service. You know, I was feeling just godly, dude. So I'm like singing, you know, uh, feeling the the praises. And then, you know, there's something to be said. Uh, so there's this girl, Ashley, my Baptist brother, Frank's wife. And she always comes up to give the, the, the blessing at the end. She's got the greatest energy too, man. Just like Pastor Tasha. Females just rule over there with the energies. So she gets up there, you know, and... She just gets everybody like in a good place. I don't know. Where was I going with that? I don't know where I was going with that. Yes, the prayer, right? So it used to be that I was like the dude. Uh, yeah, I'm up in church forever, a Catholic altar boy doing the things. And then when they say, you know, put your, I forget the exact pronounce, the, the exact verbiage, but it's like something like put your hands up an act of worship or an act of praise as we pray together. And I used to always not do it. I would have my hands Somewhat folded down by my belt buckle. I would, you know, do everything but what they were asking. And lately I have been doing it. And during one of my prayer sessions, we should say, I also felt that prayer kind of works better when you're like using your spiritual antennas. So focus them up to the places of support, place them up towards the heavens. You know what I mean? It does feel a little bit better. And I like that fact of me that, yes, my ego continues to be broken down. I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable with others. I enjoy being. I straight up turned the mic off again. I enjoy being in the presence of others who are worshiping. And I've gotten better at accepting that not everybody's going to worship the same way you worship. And I think that this is something not many people talk about, but people who struggle with faith, and trust me, I received several text messages from several of y'all after episode 400 about such things. And even sometimes the, the, the non-response or the non-text really told me a little bit, thing or two about certain people. But hey, I'm not judging. Love everybody here. Here comes my buddy with his dogs. What's up, bud? How are you today? I never asked your first name. My name's Bob. I do a podcast out here. What's your name? My name's Neil, Bob. Sorry. Neil. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I love Thank dogs. You. Neil, what do you come out here for real quick? I know you're in a rush. What, what do I come out here for? Yeah, I know you got the dogs, but do you come out here for any other reasons? Oh, I just love it. I don't know if it's one simple reason. I think it's healthy, uh, mm -hmm. good exercise. Mentally, it's good. Meet a lot of great people, and it's great for the dogs. Yeah, I know, man. It's the same thing for me. It's just like a great place that it's, there's not many places where you can physically and mentally work yourself out. You Definitely. know what I mean? And but it's got during the pandemic, there's uh, presence. a guy from Jamaica. Mm -hmm. He, uh, he was saying how, look at all these leaves, yeah. right? This is, there's no better medicine than this yep. either. So uh, I think I, I met that gentleman before his dreads go all the way down to his back right here. Yeah. Hangs out that way. 
His name's Philip. Yep. He lives in West Philly. Great guy. And but that's nothing. I met so many great people here. So there's one only live a mile from it, so it's fortunate. Yeah, I'm fortunate. And uh, when we find, when I found out about this place, the goal was to move as close as possible. <laughs> it's the same thing I talk about all the time. It's like uh, I live in Plymouth Meeting, so it takes all me right. just a tiny bit to get here. Sure. But God, I mean, like there's the folks I just met on Thomas Road over here. This one gentleman, I I, I stopped him one night because. I was like, hey man, one, love your house, and two, love the fact that you, yeah, I love the fact that you take care of your house. Like he was the one on the right side with yes. all the lights. He yeah, he yeah. he takes care of his property. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, that shows you care. You know what I mean? Because unfortunately, not there's not enough people that have his attitude. And when he bought that, I'm like, um, because it was in disrepair mm -hmm. and it's gigantic. Yeah. So one, I'm sure he had the resources, mm -hmm. and two, he had the. Uh, desire to to make it better and he did an unbelievable job that's great i mean like yeah I, I, my goal is to if i don't live here to be quite honest with you when i die to have my uh, friends and family drag my body in here und from out i don't want no chemicals in me i just want to be naturally put into the earth i know i probably somebody might get arrested but no, no, it would no. be a great spot right no i i agree this is uh if this was my final resting place i'd be very happy Can I ask you one more question before sure. we go where, where would it be in here mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, probably my favorite part of the Wissickin is the stream right past the cover bridge. Yep. Um, if you enter from the opposite side, the Chestnut Hill side, mm -hmm. I think there. I know that. One, because the dogs love it there. Mm -hmm. uh, play, not fetch, but uh, they chase the rocks. And um, mm -hmm. so I think it's their happy place. So it will be good. But my wife, mm -hmm. the other thing is, I proposed to my wife right in that spot. That's awesome. So that would be another reason for doing it. That's and that, that's probably, if my wife ever hears that this, yeah. that better be the primary reason, not the dogs. Do you have uh, Spotify? Uh, I do not. Do you have Apple Music? I do not. Do you got any, you, Amazon? I'm on all of it. It's, it's called the Bobcast. It's a picture of my face. The Bobcast. The okay. long brown hair. My children do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, they said... When Steve what's, your, did, what's your full name for the show? Neil O'Brien. Neil O'Brien. Yeah. With an E or A of O'Brien? Uh, O'Brien's uh, E, and yes. so is Neil. Okay, and uh, Sometimes, Yeah, I'm careful with these things. <laughs> no, that's great. And uh, But uh, the reason I'm not on any of that is uh, part of it's generational, I think. Mm -hmm. Wasn't exposed to it as much as a kid. or wasn't as a kid. But uh, my children both said when Steve Jobs passed, mm -hmm. they were, uh, there was a tribute to him. and said he's affected over 2 billion people's lives. He said, Dad, he had no effect on your life. That was a little bit of um, mm -hmm. exaggeration because yeah, obviously I for work, but I, I don't do any uh, uh, of the... Well, I applaud that because, you know, I mean, I'm kind of like a hybrid of both worlds. I'm 40, I'll be 44 next month. And like, I grew up Fair without well. this stuff, you know? Sure. So for me, it's like an instrument. Yeah, I, I really enjoy using it because I did grow up old school with the, you know, you go outside and like, what are you going to do? Unless if you had a Game Boy, yeah, great. But if you didn't have a Game Boy, all you had was your thoughts. And I think that's kind of too what... A, just one of the many reasons I like coming here because it reminds me of my youth in a way where it's like, I'm out here exploring, you know what I mean? And even though I know every single nook and cranny of this place, Definitely. each time it still feels new. No, no, right? And it is spiritually like rewarding for me too, where it's like not many people, like people feel like they, I do have a church that I attend, but I feel like this is like my church, All like right, my yes. own personal okay. place. I, um, I would say we attend church mass every uh, mm -hmm. weekend. Uh, this is secondary to that, but it's, uh, it's not far behind, and um, it's just to have this in Philadelphia. We're so for, I'm born and raised in Philadelphia. Had no idea about this until I was wow. in my twenties. And wow. but I'm so a month from now you'll turn 40, 44. 44. Mm -hmm. So you're born in January yeah. of eighty, and I'm born in February of sixty. So okay. oh, um, cool. 
we're uh, we're a generation apart, but I, we, yeah. I think we have. Well, a lot we're a generation apart by skin bags, but our souls are united in the fact that we both do the same thing. Yeah. I, I would bring my dogs here as well, but I just had a, my one dog um, just had an operation. She got her ACL fixed, but oh, wow. I also love coming here for myself for the own principles. But yeah, so I've seen you here many times before. Right. Yeah, I'm like I'm going to introduce myself to this I guy. I try new. to do it every day. Yeah, me too, and, dude. Uh, I was just saying on the pod, I'm like I'm crazy. My feet are all muddy, but I gotta I gotta get here at least once a day. It's almost like. You know how people have addictions to cigarettes or something like this is an addiction in a way, a healthy one at that. No doubt. I I would say the same thing. And but we're we're not the only two. You see the same. Me too. I've met several people. Yeah. And some of them, we may be somewhat extreme to the average person, but there. I don't know if you met Kevin down here or where he'll be here for eight hours. Yeah. Running. Wow. Training for those ultra marathons. The guy has the sticks that walks up this hill with the tattoos on his legs. Yeah. Yeah, I've had him on the show maybe about. Maybe it was two summers ago. Because during the pandemic, I came here. And when I came here, like, it helped me, like, because I came here a lot as a kid. I came here a lot as a kid to, like, smoke uh, cannabis with my friends and run from the police and stuff. And now cannabis is on every street corner in Plymouth Meeting. It's bizarre how the world changes. But um, I came back here. I would come here periodically, maybe four times a year. But during the pandemic, this place became like a haven for me. Because whereas the rest of the world was living in fear, I was just living in here. You know what I mean? And like, I, I had such a great time mapping the place too. And I was just talking about how I, I it's, it's like, I care about the place. Like I notice things that are different. Like you'll notice a hat that's hanging up there. Sometimes the business card's there. Sometimes the business card's not there. You know what I'm talking about? And I'll tell you, if you, which way and you go all the way to the top of this hill, which way do you turn right or left? It depends. You go everywhere. If you go right, that bench, when you walk all the way down the bench, that's right there. That's where I'll be buried. That's my spot Probably right there. Right. It used to be you could come through here. It used to be I have a trail that went from that bench down through here. And matter of fact, see that gully right there? That was the trail. It start, It went all the way up to there and it came through here. And there's one that subdivided that way. But then they did trail restoration in like the mid 90s. But so how long ago did they remove that trail? Okay, so or- when I came back... Maybe 2017, 16 is when they really started that. But that was a trail that like went all the way up. It cut through these trees. And then the bamboo forest that you see that's down that way used to grow all the way up that way. But um, also, too, like you used to be able to down below here, used to be able to make a right and take a trail that was right down by the um, street, right by Bell's Mills here. You could hug the street, follow it all the way up and raise up the hill that way. It's no, weird. Was, yeah, it's weird. I'm one obsessed. One of the things here that we're so fortunate, there are many people like us uh, are grateful for it. So the, the friends of the West Hicken. Yeah, I just thanked them yesterday. I saw them. Yeah, I, uh, I don't get involved. I, years ago, I was involved yes. uh, just physically. Mm-hmm. But now it's just um, with donation because That's of cool. uh, just, yeah. I don't, the time. I don't have, mm-hmm. and maybe it's a little selfish, my time I get down here. Is your, yeah, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. So, I mean, I'll pick up some, like, a, you know, piece of foreign trash that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, because sometimes people abuse it. But, um, yeah, for people like us, it is extremely special. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm so fortunate to have it, you know, like, in our lives, you know, because it's like, I can come here no matter how upset I am, no matter how depressed I may be or something in my life's affect me. I can come out of here not completely restored, but feeling just oh, enough. No yeah. The, um, I travel, mm-hmm. um, a little bit for work for the kids' uh, mm-hmm. sporting events, and any time a different city. Uh, where, what park do I need to see while I'm here mm-hmm. for hiking? And I've seen nothing like this. Yeah, I mean, so same. I haven't same. been to an, uh, uh, the, the national parks. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's different, mm-hmm. but I mean Central Park is very nice, but it's mm-hmm. you can tell a lot of it is kind of man-made. 
domesticated. Yeah, exactly. Mm. The word. I, I've been to a couple state parks even. I've been to Yosemite National Park, and that is beautiful, quite a sight to behold. But it's a different category. But this this is something different entirely. It's like almost like the coolest thing ever, too, is like this forbidden drive thing. I tell people all the time that was a major mode of transportation for folks coming out of the city, you know, and like you imagine how nice that would have been as compared to riding up the Schuylkill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually, when we moved up here, mm -hmm. I um, I hated the idea of having to make a commute to work. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't all that easy to take public transportation. Mm -hmm. So I would ride my bike and I would ride down awesome. the drive. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, I can't say I ever loved work, but mm -hmm. the mindset going, I knew before I started work, I had this nice ride. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I had this nice ride back. Yeah. So it was. Um, I wish we can get paid to do this. Like I like podcasting. I I just posted my 400th episode with my pastor out here. We recorded it last Monday from Storehouse Church. Shout out to Storehouse. Huh? And um, yeah, I, I always joke that it would be great to get paid to hike and podcast. <laughs> you know? Well, hopefully that day comes. Well, I prayed on it. You know, what I, mean? I, I just you know, you, I'm going to wish it into reality. You know, but it's been a pleasure to well, talk really, with you. Yeah, nice, yeah. Uh, nice to finally finally meet you. Yeah, you got friendly eyes. I've always looked. That guy looks very friendly. I'll, I'll give you credit on there, and then tell your um, you said your your grandchildren. Your tell your children to look up the Bobcast. There's another guy who does hockey, but I've been on for ten plus years now, so it's big glasses. Long so brown Spotify, hair. Spot all over. All, those? all of them. Okay. I will. Pleasure I to meet call you. My, my daughter right now. I'm glad that I came out here. Yeah, Bob, thanks. Have a great Take care day. now. Bye, man. See, that's what I'm talking about, folks. That's what I'm talking about. It's like, remember I was saying that draft? Got chicken skin right now because it's like goosebumps. You know, my feet are all muddy, but that was really nice. I've, I've known that, that guy for, God, maybe six seven months i've always been saying hello to him but we've always been in these pockets of valley green where maybe i'm with somebody or i just wrapped the podcast never when i was potting so i'm happy to get him on there you know and he seems to like it's the same story <coughs> i love the fact that excuse me i got the hiccups i'm not gonna edit it out oh god you guys heard that in real time, didn't you? I'm going to hold my breath, okay? And you guys are going to have to deal with that. Okay, now I'm back. And for those of you out there who wonder what I just did, yeah, I held my breath, right? And then I start to breathe through my nose. Slowly. Does this work every time? No. But it worked right there? Thankful, yes. But Neil O'Brien, right? I hope I'm saying that correctly. Sometimes when I'm interviewing people I just met, it's hard to like place their names in my head. But that guy's got friendly eyes. And you know, he comes out here too, and he too is crazy. Hiking, walking, talking, potting in the rain. But it's nice. It's nice to hear too that he also is a sounds like he's got some spirituality as well. It's just nice. And uh, yeah, I, I think that the thought that I was getting to before that impromptu podcast interview here at Valley Green, I was prepared to uh, defend myself online and I wasn't really scared. I was telling my friend at church this morning, you know, I was prepared to have people ask questions. I was prepared for people to be upset with me because it takes more energy than it does to believe in Jesus Christ 
than to, I don't know, make fun of somebody. Like I've got some friends and I've got some acquaintances that I think would view religion, Christianity as being uh, a joke, a ridicule, mockery, something that was constructed by white men to control all men. And guess what? I was one of those dudes too, man. Back in the day, I was full of anger. I was full of disorder because I had my own thoughts about God and spirituality. And I had my own thoughts of how the Catholic Church ought to teach their young boys and children's how to, boys and girls, excuse me, how to praise God, you know? And also too, I was scared of Jesus Christ, man. I was scared of him, okay? I, it, there's no other way around it. Scared of God, scared of Jesus Catholic Church, not all of it does this, and I'm not really, I'm not really upset to be reporting on this or anything like that. But it's just like, look, I felt like I was um, just following, following commands, following order, you know. And I can't recall one sermon, man. I really just can't recall the priest ever revealing parts of themselves as human to the audience, you know, and. When I say that, it's like kind of like, you know, like when you're up on stage, you want to have like a bit of uh, vulnerability. You want to have like a bit of um, humility. I used to not be able to say that word, like actually say it, humility. I, I couldn't verbally say it just because of my uh, Conchahokan accent, but it seems to be like working right now. Let's do it again. Humility, 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 humility. There it is. There's how I used to say, hey, you got any humility? Humilities? But anyway, oh uh, yeah, so in a nutshell, I talked about this yesterday and one of the reasons I didn't want to post yesterday's podcast was because I felt like afterwards I was coming at it from a place of, I, I, didn't, I don't want this to seem like I'm mad at anybody who doesn't believe in what I believe in. And yesterday's podcast, I, thought, I felt like I was defending my belief in Jesus Christ. And look, it's, it's my prerogative, brah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to be somebody who starts to walk and talk the path, you know what I mean? Go ahead. I'm not trying to force you to do this. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to tell you what it has permitted me. It's permitted me to have these relationships with folks that I identify with, you know? Let's just step back and hear that for a moment. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like you're with friends. It feels like you're with, you know, like these people I just met. You know what I mean? Some of them feel like family. And like, as I mentioned before, like, look, some of them, they do some, you know, wackadoo stuff. And that's always going to be part of religion. And I got good at observing that. And I got good at, you know, I got good at, like, realizing my beliefs are my own beliefs. And as my therapist, Lauren, says, that's their shit, not your shit. I want to thank her again. I don't think I've ever thanked her like by name but I won't reveal her last name so that way her business doesn't get flooded but Lauren has been another tremendous figure in my life who has molded my past into the present with her assistance I was able to you know get over some uh, some dark dark stuff you know what I mean therapy's great dude you got some stuff going on Get up in there. Guess what? I'm at Bell's Mills. There's mad puddles. No cars. Nobody's out here right now. 
Somebody just dumped all their trash. Look at all this stuff. It's a mess. So, but yeah, I was prepared for people to come at me. I had one guy just say to me, like, dude, how do you know? You know what I mean? Like, how do you know that this guy, Jesus Christ, even existed? And I was like, well, in fact, there is historical evidence. You know what I mean? Like, here's this, that, or whatever. But like, I also felt like I was doing something that I promised myself I wouldn't do no more. And that's like, you don't have to defend yourself. You know what I mean? You don't have to um, offer up the metadata of where your soul is. You know what I mean? You don't have to do any of that. Because, like I said, it's more, they're, t they're taking more time and energy out of themselves to be negative towards your beliefs, your, your faith. And now I'm really looking at it from a place of, well, let's, let's talk about that. Why do you feel that way? And what can we do to make you feel better? I'm not saying that, you know, you need to, like, open up the Bible day one and get right into it, you know? But it would help you, you know what I mean? One guy online just uh, said he had, I remember this one guy on Facebook, he said, uh, I have a hard time believing in Jesus Christ. I would have an easier time believing in Norse mythology, like Vikings and Loki and Thor and all that stuff, you know? I'm just, sure, thank you, thank you for letting me know. Because I also love Loki, you know, but, you know, like a lot of times people will do that. They won't just do that with your faith. They'll do that when you take a leap. Like, say, for instance, you're somebody who is uh, brave, you know, fortune favors the bold. Ooh, let's go. I'm the first one to jump out the airplane. Watch me. Watch me. Excuse me. So for those, the ones who want to jump out the airplane, watch me, watch me, watch me. They're really not happy, man. I was one of them. I mean, even today, I was looking at my Facebook memories from 13 years ago and like, oh, God, young Bobby. Young Bobby who thought he wanted to be a rock star, celebrity. Young Bobby who thought he wanted to have critical acclaim. It came in many different forms, but not the way that you had hoped. And to be honest with you, you know, like, there's nothing greater than what did Jim Carrey say? I wish everybody could achieve their goals and dreams, win fortunes, and then realize it's not the answer to everything. I feel that 100%, dude. 100%. 100%. And that's all I'm going to say, because I believe that it's a good note to end on. My name is Robert Patrick James Cahill, and this has been yet another episode of... The Bob Ghost! <laughs>